eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com coming to you live from just outside Bridgestone Arena where the Arkansas Razorbacks just wrapped up a, a gritty, tough, impressive 70-64 victory over Missouri. This is a Missouri team that challenges Arkansas in a lot of ways. They did in both games. We saw it. They're the only team that beat Arkansas in Fayetteville. Arkansas got them on the turnaround. We've talked about the Justin Smith didn't play in Arkansas and Justin Tillman didn't play at Missouri. Well, they were both on the floor tonight. Uh, and, and listen, when you get to postseason play, it's all about survive in advance, right? Well, that's exactly what Arkansas did. It, it wasn't a pretty game, but it was a great game. And Arkansas pulled out a really impressive victory. That's 12 SEC wins in a row for the Razorbacks, that's unheard of. There's something special about this team, and they're off to a good start here in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. I, I took some notes because there are several things to hit on from this game. You know, it, I talked about it on Hog Hoops Live. You know, Arkansas has, has just gotten off to these notoriously bad starts against Missouri. It's crazy. Actually, in the, the first half, if you combine the first halves of both games, against the Tigers, uh, Arkansas shot 18 of 63. That's 28% from the field. And you can't do that and, and win games, especially in postseason play where it's win or go home. Well, Arkansas got off to another really slow start on the offensive end tonight. Uh, at one point I looked at it, it was about halfway, about midway through the first half, and they were at 28% again. I'm like, are you kidding me? Here we go. But it was okay, and they, they got down by 10 points at a time there in the first half, but it was okay because J.D. Note came to the rescue. Fresh off a win in sixth man of the year, J.D. Note comes out and goes ballistic. He had 16 in the first half. Arkansas only scored 32 points in the first half. J.D. Note had 16, provided a huge spark. You know, I mentioned Arkansas got down by 10. Well, you run into a point there where Note, all of a sudden, he catches a ball just right outside the lane, drop steps, two-hand dunk. And that's what sparked it. Led to a timeout. Arkansas was within eight at that point. Then he hits a step back jumper. Then he hits a three. All of a sudden, Arkansas is right back in it. It opened up things offensively. It took the lid off. All of a sudden, Devo Davis hits a mid-range. Justin Smith gets a basket. Arkansas is right back in it. And okay, so they were able to overcome that 10-point deficit. And, and we've seen this over and over with this team. They just find a way to continue to claw back into games when, when you, you kind of leave them dead to rights. They did against Texas A&M. They were down 14 in the first half. They came back and won. Tonight they were down 10. They came back. I'm really impressed 
by this basketball team, if you can't tell. I'm also really excited to be here in Nashville. This is fantastic. But at any rate, Arkansas cuts it to 33-32 at halftime. And the second half was just a slugfest, man. I mean, an absolute slugfest. These guys were playing physical, hard, aggressive. Uh, there was a lot of fouling going on that wasn't being called. There was a, it, it, there was a lot of sloppy basketball, too. I mean, I, I think Arkansas had, what, 20 turnovers. I know Missouri had quite a few. The charges, man, I've never seen so many charges and offensive fouls called in a game. Unreal, on both sides. Charge after charge, offensive foul, player control. It was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. But back and forth game, and really you're thinking, man, this, this is going to come down to the final seconds. But Arkansas finally went on a run, and it, it felt like they were right on the verge of it so many times there in the second half where they'd, they'd get up by two, three, four points. They'd get a stop, and they'd have a possession where they could extend that thing out to a two-possession lead and get a little bit more momentum going. Momentum going. But they never did it for the longest time, right? I mean, they, they kept you know, coming up with costly turnovers, self-inflicted turnovers, uh, and it'd lead to a layup or something on the other end or, or an offensive foul, right? And, and Missouri would go cash in on the other end. And you started to wonder, is Arkansas ever going to be able to pull away? Well, down the stretch there, they, they had about a three- or four-minute period where they put a 13-to-1 run on Missouri, and Arkansas builds up a 10-point lead. So at that point, you're thinking, cool, knockout blow has landed. Arkansas is going to roll with this thing. Jeremiah Tillman fouls out. That's another big deal. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, but what does Missouri do? They go to Parker Brown, who I, I forgot he was even <laughs> you know, a, a factor for them. We hadn't seen him the entire game, didn't play much all season. He comes in, you know, hits a couple free throws, bangs a three, and then they get another bucket. It, Missouri answers with a 7-0 run. It's a three-point game with under two minutes to go. You know, down the stretch, though, Arkansas made the plays that they had to make. They weren't they weren't great. They weren't they weren't you know cash from the free throw line like they normally are down the stretch, but they made enough. They weren't the most efficient offensively that you would like to see down the stretch. But hey, when time's winding down on the shot clock and there's you know kind of a loose ball there in the lane, JD Note just picks it up and chucks it and it goes in. Sometimes in postseason play, you need a little bit of luck to get it done. And that shot by Note at the end, that, that was a little bit of luck, right? So they get it done, 70 to 64 win, and advance. You know, on, on Hog Hoops Live, for, for any of you that tuned into that over the week, we talked about some of the keys to this game. If you remember, the number one was what is Arkansas going to do with Jeremiah Tillman for Missouri? You know, 6'10, 245 pounds, he's a monster. We anticipated that, that Jalen Williams is going to be out. For Arkansas got a little excited for a minute there he was out warming up with the team as it turns out uh, that's just part of his you know reconditioning period as, as he comes back and, and gets ready to play maybe we'll see him tomorrow maybe we'll see him Sunday I'm not sure exactly what his timeline is uh, but he was out there warming up and we got excited for a minute but he was inactive and, and it brings him back to the point of somebody's got to step up and guard Jeremiah Tillman and you know Connor Vanover obviously got the start he struggled he struggled tonight. It wasn't his best game. wasn't his best performance. He'd be the first person to tell you that. So then you're looking even deeper going, what are they going to do with this guy? Right? So Arkansas turns to Ethan Henderson, which is a guy that we mentioned, him or, him or Vance Jackson. Vance Jackson got a little bit of run. I think he played four or five minutes there in the first half. Didn't bring a whole lot. He didn't hurt the team either. But, you know, he didn't do a whole lot. They turned to Ethan Henderson and... Boom, immediate spark. 
and he did a great job, I thought, defending Tillman in the paint. He, he fouled him a couple times and sent him to the free throw line. That's okay. He made him work for it, and he shut him down more often than not. And then he provided a spark on the offensive end with two huge dunks. I mean, like, big-time, two-hand, throw-it-down jams. That stuff is exciting, right? That, that's what you love to see. That gets, And it's not just like your normal layup for two points. When you throw down a dunk like that, your team builds momentum. And Ethan had two of those, and they were big ones for the Razorbacks. And we talk about shutting down Tillman, held him to nine points below his season average, fouled him out so he wasn't on the floor down the stretch, which is huge. And and I even said this to Eric Musselman because I can't believe it. If StatCast was correct, zero rebounds. You held that man to zero boards when you were playing undersized and playing small. And a lot of that is, is credit to Ethan for the way that he played and stepped up in his minutes. And then Justin Smith, who really, Justin did not play a good first half. He was turning the ball over. He was 0-5 from the field, missed some free throws. He wasn't on the glass, uh, really labored through that first half, but he turned it on in a big way for Arkansas in the second half. And so he actually wound up finishing with, with 16 points. We got, we got some people over here. He actually, he actually wound up finishing with 16 points and eight rebounds, most of all of that coming in the second half, which was huge for this Arkansas team. And he muscled up and got physical in there with Tillman, which is something that Arkansas really, really needed. And he came through. So, you know, J.D. Note goes nuts. He finishes with 27 points. That, I don't know that that's a career high. I, I think he might have topped that at Jacksonville. Is that, a, is that a season high with his time at Arkansas? It might be. He had 27 off of the bench. Uh, the bench had 34 points total, which is big because in, especially in the first half, Arkansas starters went three of 14 from the field, turned the ball over seven times. A lot of times when you see something like that happen from your starting five, things can get away from you in a hurry. But having JD give you that spark, Ethan doing what he did, Desi Seals who played big minutes, didn't provide a whole lot on the stat sheet, but he played tough defense and he hit a big three in that first half that was huge for the Razorbacks. So really impressive job. Arkansas survives and advances. You know, I don't know what's going on in this building right now. LSU and Ole Miss, by the time I left, it was halftime. I think LSU was winning 29 to 27. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, Arkansas, they're not going to have a, a lot of time to, to refresh and regroup. But the advantage is they're going to have more time than whoever wins this game that's going on in there right now. Uh, you know, obviously Ole Miss played last night uh, and picked up a win over South Carolina, so they're already on their second game in, in two nights. Uh, if, they, if they advance, they'll be on their third game in a row. But this is an Ole Miss team that's trying to play their way into the NCAA tournament. So, you know, you looked at, at all the bracketology today, and Ole Miss is sitting in a situation where, you know, if they win this game against LSU, maybe they jump into that last four-in conversation in the NCAA tournament. But if they really want to solidify themselves a spot on Selection Sunday, uh, beating Arkansas would do that. So, you know, if you get an Ole Miss team Saturday afternoon, uh, they're going to be fired up and ready to play. And then LSU, uh, you know the drill with those guys. I mean, Arkansas just played them, what, two weeks ago maybe, uh, and came away with with a, a solid victory. Uh, they struggled a little bit early in that one too, but pulled away late and got the win. But it's not easy. That, you know, that Cam Thomas, uh, who leads the SEC in scoring. We know about Trendon Watford and Darius Days, those two forwards that are difficult matchups for Arkansas. 
Uh, and then also, you know, Javante Smart, just one of the best senior uh, all-around guards in the league. So either way, Arkansas is going to be challenged. They're going to need to rest up. Uh, I mean, I didn't even mention J.D. Note as well as he played. He was running off into the tunnel, throwing up in a trash can two or three times throughout the game uh, towards the end of the first half and then at halftime. So, you know, he's going to have to get some, some <laughs> get the man some electrolytes or something. Uh, Musselman said after the game he didn't know if maybe he had food poisoning. Must said he didn't feel too good uh, himself. So, uh, you know, we'll see what comes of that. Anytime you have something like that going on, you got to worry about guys getting dehydrated, uh, which could mean they're extra sore. But Arkansas has got all the resources in the world. They're taking care of he's li He's living the life of luxury right now, J.D. Note. He's probably got his feet propped up, uh, you know, a couple Gatorades in his hand, and, and he's chilling and relaxing. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if they'll meet up this evening and talk about who wins this game and, and go over some initial scouting report. Maybe Musk just lets them sleep, and, and they'll get together and talk about it, uh, you know, at breakfast in the morning. The, the plus side is you've already played both of these teams, so you have a pretty good baseline of what's going on. And, Obviously, Muss has probably assigned an assistant coach to each team to go ahead and get a preliminary scouting report ready. So they'll be ready to roll. Exciting times. Arkansas moves on to the SEC tournament semifinals once again with a 70-64 to win over Missouri, a good Missouri team. Another big win for Arkansas. Pick up another one tomorrow on Saturday. Maybe you start to creep into that number two seed conversation for Selection Sunday. You can't beat that. We'll be back, win or lose, rain or shine. It's, it's sprinkling a little bit out here now. Uh, but tomorrow after the game uh, with a little bit more live reaction. Again, this has been Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. Appreciate you tuning in. Everybody have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.